is the Earn More as a Life Coach podcast with Victoria Gibson, episode six. Welcome to Earn More as a Life Coach with Victoria Gibson, the marketing resource for life coaches who want to transform more lives with their coaching and earn more while they do it. Hello, coaches. I hope you're having a great week. I just got back from my first trip in such a long time, over a year in fact, I haven't been on a plane. I live in Melbourne, Australia and I was able to go interstate into New South Wales to a place called Newcastle. One of my oldest friends in the online world at least, or since I've been doing uh, online marketing and online coaching for the last decade, I've had a firm friend in Denise Duffield-Thomas who some of you may know, she's an amazing money coach. And she had bought a beautiful rose farm and was having a few business friends over and invited me to go. And I thought, what an amazing opportunity to get together, do some masterminding and actually get away. So we spent time walking through the property, going for a swim in the pool. She has these amazing barns that are all converted and beautiful blooms of roses everywhere, like big, bright, pink, yellow, orange, like sitting together in gorgeous vases on the table. And it was so nice to just sort of get out to the country and and be in this beautiful home that she has spent so much time upgrading and making absolutely amazing. So that was very cool and fun to see the effortless growth some people have in growing their business. There were some other online coaches there as well and plenty of seven-figure business owners. So it's always inspiring to be around people who've reached high heights in their business. A couple of them used to be in my mastermind, in fact, so it was very good like quite some years ago. One was in my very first version and she's created an amazing mastermind and coaching business for naturopaths. And then the other one coaches on funnels and creating six-figure coaching businesses. So yeah, so it was super fun to check back in with them, meet a couple of new people who hadn't met before, one of whom actually lives around the corner from me. So I will be checking back in with her and catching up. How cool that in real life, we could just walk down the street and catch up too. So that was really good fun. And then I also got to see my mum who I had not seen in about 14 months due to all our lockdowns and border closures last year. So I've had an eventful week, um, but I'm excited to be back into it because in today's episode, I'm giving you the essentials you need to understand the importance of email marketing and how to get started using it successfully as a life coach. So why do you need it? Well, because it's one of the best assets you can create in your business. And there are a few opportunities as great to connect and engage with your audience. Email marketing really is the most effective marketing channel you have as a life coach, beating out social media, SEO, and blogging for reach, impact, and monetization. So why is that? With all the fuss over new channels, why is decades-old technology still one of the most effective marketing strategies? Well, despite the rise of social media, people use email more than any other platform. Data shows that most people are on email and the number increases every year. And even though many complain about it, you'll still find them there. And if they're still there, then you need to be too if you want to reach and motivate your audience. 
And let's face it, without one, you don't have an audience where you actually own the connections. You think about it, um, social media, Facebook, for example, if it all went away next week and you were solely relying on Facebook, then you'd be in trouble. One of my old coaches, James Shramko, used to talk about the theory of owning the race course. So when you have online assets or places for communication, like Facebook, for example, you're really a horse on the race course, right? You don't own Facebook. So you don't own your followers. You don't own your friends. That's all Facebook's ownership, right? So if something changed or an algorithm changed, you have no control over that. Whereas with email um, marketing and your email list, although providers might change and certain tweaks might change. And at the end of the day, you will always have that email list and that will be yours. Okay. So you own the connections. Doesn't mean they will automatically stay with you for a long time. You've got to work with your email marketing to ensure that happens and you can create value, but you do own the connections. And that means if there is an algorithm or platform change, you don't lose your reach or your opportunity to continue marketing. Okay. So that's really important. And that's why building a successful email marketing campaign is more important than ever. But there's a problem. Most people don't know how to get email marketing right. And in fact, just go for a quick scan of your inbox and I'm sure there's plenty of emails in there from uh, marketers or coaches or whatever who would support that <laughs> theory. But in this episode, you'll learn exactly how to start an email marketing campaign from scratch. But Before we get started, I want to remind you that successful email marketing requires you to value being an inbox guest and respect the trusted role you have in delivering your updates, news, tips, and value. It's not an opportunity to run roughshod over your subscribers, bully them into buying from you. It's a connection opportunity that can lead to conversion. Many people skip over the connection part and go straight to conversion, which can be a bit of a mistake. And actually what I do see with a lot of life coaches is that they make the mistake of not showing up in their email marketing, not valuing the email list. They might spend time blogging or being on social media and underestimate the value of emailing their list and cultivating a list and keeping that connection and consistently showing up. They often feel you know, worried that people don't want to receive an email from them, or maybe they're being spammy or something like that. And I know for many years, I always used to be really nervous pressing send on my email broadcast. Early on in, you know, learning online marketing, the first thing I did learn was the value of an email list and how mailing them every week was so, so important. But I remember always pressing send and you always felt so vulnerable, but it's just something you have to get used to. And it's a muscle that you flex and you'll soon uncover how valuable this can be for your life coaching business. So let's talk about how to build your email marketing strategy from zero. Okay. So email marketing, step number one is to build your list. Before you can start sending emails, you need people to send emails too. So how do you get started building your list? Well, start by adding a banner or form to your website and simply asking people to subscribe. This is bare minimum and not what I'd recommend you continue on with, but that's sort of the foundation. And then I want to talk about how you add to that. You've probably been to plenty of websites and some of these might actually be quite well-known big websites. And they'll say things like, you know, they'll have the little banner that just says subscribe for updates or join our email newsletter. Like it's just not enough. Okay. So the first point is offer a reward. 
because it's important to understand that people are wary about giving away their email address and they don't give away their email address freely to ticket to their inbox. And people are always worried. Like how many of you have a, an email address that you sign up for things with that you don't really want to hear about? It's just that price of entry. Well, you want to make sure that you're going to get not only an email address, but their best email address by offering a reward that seems like a fair exchange. So that's why you'll offer them a good reason for giving you their best email. Think of email addresses as a currency. You wouldn't give money away for free, right? Or maybe you would, you might donate it, but you know what I'm saying here. Offering a reward is the simplest way to collect an email address. You also get the chance to target your best potential coaching clients with the right incentive. It's almost like a qualifier when you connect with a certain type of subscriber through a particular incentive, you have more chance of building a relevant and strong email list who are more likely to invest in coaching with you because they're more likely to have the problem that you help solve. So this reward is often referred to as an opt-in bribe because you're offering something of value in exchange for their email address. Don't worry, it's an ethical bribe and a definitely a fair exchange. Now, there are many ways you can do this, of course, and the more value you pack into your bribe, the more subscribers it will attract. You want to make the most of traffic coming past either your website or on your socials. You only get such a small chance to grab them. You want to provide something really, really strong. So go beyond subscribe to my newsletter and create a little giveaway that gives your people mini dopamine hits from their very first contact with you. You want them to think, oh, wow, I want that. Think about Brooke Castillo. She offers a mini movie series to build her email list and sell her self-coaching scholars program. But look, you don't have to be that extra just yet. I don't expect you to create a full video series. You can if you want to, and you can do that very simply. But there are great ways to get started that don't require you to jump on video just yet if the thought of that kind of scares you or freaks you out. And they include creating a mini guide, checklist, downloads, or even quizzes can work really, really well. Many of these you can create for free online using some cool tools. So the first point is that it should have a high perceived value from your target audience, it should relate to the problem they need solving, and promise an outcome or solution in relation to that problem. Now, one of the best performing opt-in bribes I've had has been my pricing guide over several years. And I've recently updated this to make it specific to life coaches. You can get that on my website at victoriagibson.com or look to the show notes for where to find that. But in fact, 67% of the people who see this offer give me their email address in exchange. Why? Well, most of my prospective life coach clients who are looking to grow their business are obviously going to be thinking, wondering what to charge and how to get started, what to charge their packaging. It's one of the most asked questions. So by answering this question with a freebie, I easily get email addresses where I can build my list, which is fantastic. Now you can also offer a checklist, ebook, white paper, or another downloadable assets. Contests and giveaways are another awesome way to convince people to share their email addresses too. Remember, it's important to have a clear purpose when asking for an email address to give yourself the best chance of getting them to sign up. Try and keep it simple, easy to understand, and with a strong call to action. Establish your credibility, explain what the emails are for, and get people interested in receiving them. Simply posting into your email for updates isn't going to get anyone excited. Instead, share specifics. 
By sharing a specific call to action or benefit to providing their email address, you get more people to subscribe. Just make sure you share it on your social media in the descriptions and posts too and get as much mileage as you can. So to recap on that, you want to create like a free guide, a checklist, some kind of download, okay? And then get people to sign up via email for that, join your list and get access to your amazing freebie. Email marketing step number two is to provide great content. Email marketing is all about consistency. So many coaches start their email list and no matter what size, they neglect to provide value and consistently show up for them. Now, if your call to action is strong and your follow-up is consistent, then you can count on good results from your email marketing. However, if you let weeks or months go by without emailing and you only show up when you're promoting something, then you're setting yourself up for failure. So you want to send out an introduction email. Okay, so after they've handed over their email for your opt-in bribe, make sure you set up a confirmation email that sends automatically to confirm their smart move in raising their hand to hear from you. This is a great opportunity to introduce yourself and start the relationship off on the right foot. Use it as a chance to let them know what to expect from you in their inbox, what you stand for and how you help people. And this can also be a really good opportunity to send them to another freebie, webinar or call invitation. So you keep building upon that goodwill that you've started with your opt-in freebie. So many times I get asked the question, how to write a great email newsletter. Now that you've got them on your list, let's talk about the difference between a good newsletter and a bad newsletter. The first sign that you've received a bad newsletter is that you don't recall ever asking to receive it. Typically, this happens when a business either fails to maintain a regular email routine or manually adds someone to their list after receiving a business card or personal email. So you want to make sure everyone remembers you. And the best way to do this is not to let your emails lapse for too long. Try to send at least once a week if you can. Now, I find the most compelling newsletters are those that do a great job of mixing messaging and updates and offers and invitations all together. And as a life coach, you want to make it seem as personal as possible. Add room for their first name in the salutation using the merge features that come with most programs, right? So you can personalize it. Sure, most people are going to expect that it comes from you and it's going out to more than just you, but you'd be surprised when you use first names how many times people can think it's actually from you only to them. I've done this quite well using letters to invite people to come to planning calls, strategy calls and conversations by really getting to the heart of the problem and emailing it to them using first name. You can also use quite a well-known strategy now by an amazing guy called Dean Jackson, who I got to meet a few years ago, probably a long time ago now in New York. Amazing, such a nice guy and so good at what he does. He has this strategy which is sort of been shortened to the nine word email where you can even no matter how big your list is you can try this in the subject line you could just put the first name in the subject line and you can do that using the merge feature in your email list provider but in the actual body copy you might say something like still looking for help with parenting your teenager and then you just say from your name that's all that you say and it feels really personal and people reply right then you can start 
continuing the conversation. Uh, don't go straight away to say, hey, yeah, great, book a call or here's my coaching. You keep the conversation going a bit like a game of tennis. You hit the ball back, get some dialogue happening, and that can work very well no matter how many people you've got on your list and is a great strategy because think about it, someone's only going to reply if that situation is specific to them. And that's also why you should collect the first name in your opt-in bribe. But forget the last name as putting that in the opt-in form can really impact your conversions. So use your newsletter as a way to further your relationship with your subscribers with valuable updates, personal insights, case studies, strategies, and tips. I'm not against you making offers in your emails at all. In fact, I encourage it, but make sure they make sense when you're not actively launching or doing a big promotion. A good way to make an offer every email is to use the super signature. And this is where you give them three ways they can get more value and help from you. One may be a link to your blog or website. Another may be to book a call and another may be to subscribe to your favorite social media channel. Keeping this as a PS at the end of every email allows you to also weave in an invitation, even when you're just giving them a weekly update. So at the bottom, after you've signed your name, you can just say, here are three ways I can help you more. And then you can actually either bullet them or list them one, two, and three and include the links of where they could go. Maybe it's to subscribe to your podcast. Maybe it is to go and read a blog. Maybe it is another email opt-in. Maybe it is to book a call with you. And another super easy way to create content for your weekly email is to create a short weekly blog post or Facebook Live and then email the link to it with a short summary as to why you created it and what it can do for you. Now, often people think, oh, blog, I'm not a great writer or how am I going to have time for that? A blog post can be as little as 300 words. A good format for that could be what, why, lesson, apply. One of my old coaches, Garrett J. White, taught me this quick strategy for creating content on the go. What are you talking about? Why does it matter to them? Not you. Why does it matter to them? What's the lesson in it and how could they apply it to their own life? So if you stick to that basic format, you can even create things just off the fly and get them moving and get them out there. And when you're sending emails to your blog post or a Facebook Live on your Facebook business page, it's also going to give extra views and traffic to your website and socials, which also helps them get seen, right? Algorithms like that. Google like more traffic to your website. Facebook like more people commenting, liking and sharing your Facebook posts, including your Facebook lives. And if you have plans to create a podcast or already have one, then just mail that each week. You don't have to come up with sentences and sentences of stuff. Like you want to keep it relevant, engaging, but just more than anything consistent. The amount of coaches I've talked to over the years when I ask them how many people they have on the email list you know, they're very shy about it because they haven't really been making it a priority. Weeks slip by and they haven't sent their email list anything because they think it doesn't matter. This is a really big mistake. The other beautiful thing about using email marketing is that when you use an email management service, like an active campaign, a convert kit, or even perhaps you started out using MailChimp, you'll want to graduate later out of that. But all of those email management systems, no matter which one you use, generally have automation built in. And the secret to personalizing your email marketing and making it work for you in a hands-free way is to tap into the automation opportunities. Now, that means it will automatically send out emails that you schedule in advance. And by scheduling a set of emails to send in advance, you can prevent going dark for any length of time. So 
when you are saying to me, oh, I haven't got time to be sending an email every week, you could actually just schedule these in or um, based on an action that one of your website viewers or email list subscribers does, you can launch follow-up sequences. Some people I know do follow-up sequences for six months. They might just schedule that there's a weekly email that goes out. Now, you can be repurposing some of your content for this, or if you're just getting started, you might not have a lot of content. So even just a series of four to six emails after they opt in, you can do this any period of time, like spaced out any period of time. It could be once every two to five days is fine. It might be once a week over several weeks. It's up to you. And then see how that goes for you because this can just work to really solidify that relationship and connection with each new subscriber or existing subscribers too. So, you know, oftentimes companies plan out a series of emails or other coaches will have series of emails. And like I said, it could be ranging from a few days to a few months. They automatically deliver warming up anyone who signs up for your list or takes action. And that way, when you do need to announce your coaching offer or that spots have opened up or you've got a new program to talk about, you can count on the fact that they will be paying attention. They've already opened emails from you before, which also helps getting your emails opened. And since you've built a relationship over several weeks or months, you're likely to get them unsubscribing. And you'll even find that a good portion of your list really look forward to your email. And on that topic, I want you to know unsubscribes are totally normal each and every time you send an email. I know I've had some clients say to me before, oh, but I got a lot of unsubscribes. I don't want to send too many emails. You'll get unsubscribes every time you send an email, no matter who you are, right? doesn't matter. So relax and let go of this marketing fact. It's just going to happen. Obviously, if you have a really, really high unsubscribe rate, then you might want to look at what's going on there. But generally, you'll get a, you know, a handful unsubscribing each time. And when you go into more promotion mode and create more offers, you'll get even more. That's just par for the course. And you can actually say, oh, thank you for selecting out of my community. Because if they can't handle just getting an email, they're definitely not going to be someone who's going to buy from you. I also suggest that you aren't notified when you get one because it's hard not to take it personally sometimes. And, you know, you'll also get the hot, nasty email. Oh, you send me too many emails or, you know, just as you add more emails or start to get more consistent, you might see more unsubscribes happen or all those things always have a way of happening just as you decide, okay, I'm going to make a change. You'll be tested, right? But stay the course because it will be worthwhile. I absolutely promise this. Now, the email marketing step three is segmentation. So now that you understand the basics behind an effective email campaign, let's talk about how to take things to the next level, specifically using segmentation to refine your email send outs or broadcasts and generate even better results than a basic campaign. So if you're unfamiliar with the term, email segmentation is a practice of splitting up your email list into more targeted groups. And this is why I recommend a service provider like ActiveCampaign or any one of the um, email providers that allow you to segment your list. That is usually done with tags so that subscribers can be tagged depending on their activity and you can get more targeting in terms of what you email them. And here's a few ways to segment a larger list. Like if you've only got, you know, 100 on there or 50 people, including your mum and dad right at the moment, you probably don't need to worry about segmenting. But it's great to start as you mean to go on because once you get, a, you know, an email list with thousands on it, you're going to really appreciate that you started tagging certain activities, especially 
you know, once you start adding more subscribers. So some example tags could be general subscribers on your email list, people who've applied for a call, people who are actually our clients and then tagging them with specific packages or programs, certain opt-in bribes, you can tag them, and people who are waitlisted for another program too can be great. And just like targeting in paid ads, dividing your list gives you the ability to send more targeted communications. And this can be helpful as you begin to nurture your subscribers as your list grows, like I said. So how much is your email list worth? And why am I getting so excited about encouraging you to start your successful email marketing campaign? Well, your email list is one of your most valuable resources as a life coach. And if you learn how to treat it right, it will pay for itself many times over. Now, over time, you can start tracking how much money people on your list spend on average. And this will tell you how much your list is actually worth. Now, it's wise to start tracking your list growth and set objectives too, as this will definitely have an effect on your revenue. You know, what we measure um, increases. So I remember in my monthly cash flows that I used to run when I started out, I always used to just track my email list metric as well. And that just gives you a great idea of how it's growing. Now, the first milestone is a thousand subscribers, but when you click over 5,000 email subscribers and you have the right offer, you will likely have a six-figure coaching business. Now, you can definitely have six-figure coaching business even at a thousand subscribers. So don't be put off thinking, oh, I've got so far to go. You don't. You come up, you show up with these fundamentals. You'll be able to grow it relatively quickly and you'll be able to get some great success with it too. And this is why email marketing is one of the fastest ways to continue to grow your life coaching business. Please do not ignore it. You don't have to wait until you're someone successful before you can do it either. This will be a fundamental platform for the growth of your life coaching business. And it can be supported by social media and paid advertising too, which will accelerate your list growth even more. But I have known many great coaches who have grown their list organically and reaped the rewards. People like Marie Forleo and Danielle Laporte, who are life coaches in their very essence, had never run Facebook ads when I started running some for them about a decade ago. And they were already reaping the rewards of a multi-six-figure coaching business without ever paying for traffic, just using the power of email marketing. And that opportunity has not disappeared. So it's time to start embracing email marketing because it delivers huge returns for life coaches willing to learn how to do it right. So when we talked about a successful email marketing campaign, you need to build your list. We need to choose an email service provider that's going to grow with you over time. I have changed my email service providers about three times over the last decade. I started out with Aweber back in the day. Then in order to do some affiliate promotions and joint venture, had joint venture partners, I went to Infusionsoft, which used to be the software of the day that everyone had, but it was a big jump up in terms of features and complexity and cost as well. And, you know, as a matter of fact, I never really probably needed to go to that. It did have a shopping cart in it as well. So it was a bit of that all-in-one solution, which can be great, but there's never really one great all-in-one solution for email marketing and online marketing together, I've found. So pure play providers that specialize in email marketing are generally best, even though you can start out marketing with software like Kajabi that will do everything for you, their email marketing isn't going Going to be as good as something as active campaign in my experience. And if you have MailChimp, I would suggest you upgrade out of MailChimp. 
The other thing is, yes, you need to pay attention to compliance too. There's new email legislation changing and coming in all the time. Over the last few years, there's been can spam. I think the Canada where the spam regulations there sort of kicked it off, then moved to Europe with GDPR. Now there's that California rules as well. And, you know, so you want to maintain knowing what compliance is there. As for seeking double opt-ins, that will keep your email list nice and clean, but it's going to really impact your opt-in success rates for your bribes. So I'd suggest not to do that when you're in the beginning trying to grow it unless you are, you know, in order to be legislatively compliant, you have to. And some places will require that. But it does make it a lot more difficult. Okay. So think about the tools that you're using. Think about consistency, follow up, having a really great opt-in bribe, easily creating that within a tool like Canva, which will allow you to create a nice guide. They have even some templates. If you haven't got all your branding figured out yet, you can create that and even host it in Canva and get the link and hook that up with your opt-in opportunities. Okay. And I would just aim to get to that first thousand subscribers if you haven't already to really form a great foundation to keep growing your email marketing success. So I can't wait to hear your ideas for opt-in bribes. If you've got any questions to ask me, as always, come and join me over on my Facebook page. It is facebook.com forward slash breakout success. You can um, message me there and give me any of your ideas. If you want to ask what's a good idea for something, um, please feel free to message me. I'd love to hear. And if you like this episode, please leave me a review and make sure you subscribe so that you get each weekly episode straight down into your phone. You can go for a walk, listen to it or wherever you like to listen to your podcast. I can't wait to be in your ears next week. Okay, guys, take care. Bye. You've been listening to the Earn More as a Life Coach podcast with Victoria Gibson. For more resources to help you get fully booked and create better results for your clients, head to victoriagibson.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. 